Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes! Yes! Yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show... That, you know, I don't know. There's cameras and microphones. It's just, I don't know. That it's is how over we're there. here. Computer over there. It's live. Like, you know. Yeet. Too. <laughs> My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making a sound good she is the duchess of the dorks she is ashley pickle howdy friends hello hello by friends did you meet me no i meant friends the people Uh. and then there's you you just happen to be here too you were very rude to me today. <laughs> today is, I'm on a heater today. <laughs> you are very rude. Uh, today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. 254 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Andrew Jackson. Turns 255 today. Wow. Uh, like President Andrew Jackson? Mm-hmm. All right. Which he is on the... The Mount Rushmore? No. Come I don't on. Know. On the what? What is the oh, famous I'm... thing that he is on? Oh, the $5 bill? Try again. 20 20 I was going to get there eventually. Happy birthday to the to one of the Money Boys, uh, episode one thousand three hundred fifty. Oh, I guess that's a number. Uh, on today's show, friends, it's Math Tuesday. We're going to talk a little bit about the leading returning rushers in twenty twenty two. We will also tell you a little bit about our uh, our Texas Children's Hospital, Houston and Austin um, Children's uh, Training Staff Superstars of the Year Award, and then back half the show. We are going to be joined by the new head coach of the Brian Vikings. Coach Ricky Tullis is going yeah. to be joining us talking about that. This is true. He's moving today. <laughs> so so we're like, hey, coach, talk can you about, like pause for a second? Talk about a bad day. Yeah. He is moving, which sucks. Oh, yeah. Universally one of the top three most hated things. Sucks. Also has to talk to me. <laughs> it's a rough day for Ricky Tullis. We hope you'll stay, stand by, and listen to us so that uh, so that you can offer him some thoughts and prayers for this difficult, difficult day. Uh, so that's coming up back after the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Rob Hadaway, Just Chad, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, 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 friends. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Let's get into today's Tuesday, Pickle, mm-hmm. and here on Tuesday. What does that mean? Math Tuesday. That's right. We do Math Tuesday. (laughs) Math Tuesday, where we dive inside the numbers. And by dive inside the numbers, I mean we talk about numbers. We talk about the sum of numbers most of the time, if we're going to be completely honest. Sometimes we divide. 
that's out of our wheelhouse sometimes, but sometimes other days we I'm get wild with it. Sometimes we divide. That's true. That's fair. Let's talk. A couple weeks ago, we talked about statistical leaders, and I want to dive in a little bit deeper into that. Okay. The, the, the questionnaires for the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football beginning to pour in pickle. Yes, thank and you. Shout out, coaches. Keep yeah, making them keep, pouring. Keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. We need them. We're, I'm not going to quit emailing you. <laughs> Actually, there's one way I'll quit emailing you. Yeah, just send it to me. <laughs> um, and so we're starting to get a shape of some of what these some of these teams are going to look like in 2022. Mm-hmm. And some of these teams are going to be welcoming back um, a number of big-time weapons, especially offensively. And so I want to talk a little bit about the running game. Mm-hmm. And, and and for all we talk in, in Texas high school football about the offensive revolution and for all, about the passing game and the spread offense yep. and stuff like that. People can still pound the rock. <laughs> people can still run the ball. And I would say that there is a rising tide that kind of raises all the boats in the sense that um, – that that the, that yes, passing numbers are up, but also running numbers are doing pretty darn well as well. Mm-hmm. Consider this. Okay. Go back to 2000. Okay. The year 2000. The 22 year 2000. years ago. Yeah, okay. chill. The year 2000, there were 21 2,000-yard rushers in Texas high school ball. UIL 11-man Texas high school ball. Okay. 21 of them. Seems good. One of them was Cedric Benson. Ah, how about that? Uh, 21 of them. This past year, would you care to guess how many there were? Um, I'll double it and go 42. 31. Oh, okay. 31. 10 more. I mean... 10 more. You would think that, oh, you know, the, hey, the, everyone's throwing the ball these days. days yeah. Know, there, there's not going to be that many rushers. No, Mm-mm. there were 31 2,000-yard rushers. Yeah. This in, uh, You know, 21 years after, after the, there were 21. I think that's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Now, there are, there are more schools. There's a few more schools, but I don't think you can necessarily, you know. It's not a growth of 700 new at, schools. At worst, you can say that you have the same percentage of 2,000-yard yes. yard rushers. At worst. I would say you've seen an increase. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but let's take a look at which running backs, actually, I say running backs. I should say runners. Yeah. Rushers. Are the leading returning rushers for 2022. So these are not necessarily the leading rushers in 2021, mm-hmm. although we'll get to that. But these are the guys who are coming back, who were underclassmen last year. So you had to be a junior, back, at least. Junior or sophomore, yeah. correct. Or freshman. Yeah, sometimes freshman. Of course, this is there is an instance here where this is the leading rusher in Texas high school football. Mm-hmm. They're at the top. Ruben Owens, the running back from El Campo, was the state's leading rusher in 2020 uh in uh, in 2021 um he was the state's overall leading rusher in 2021 it's the first time that we have a player who led the state in rushing come back for uh he did it as an underclassman mm-hmm. first time since 2018 that's when demarque foster was the running back at wichita falls hershey he led the state in rushing in 2017 returned for senior season in 2018 so he is the uh ruben owens is the top returning rusher in the state in 2022. Hot on his heels, though, is Marquise Collins. Mm-hmm. Marquise Collins, 2,800-yard rusher, one of only two. And he picked up a lot of that in the postseason. He did. He, he hit the gas there in those final six games uh, there after the regular season. Uh, he, of course, he'll be, without a new, uh, a, he'll be with a new coach, though, with mm-hmm. Steve Huff leaving for Decatur. Uh, I think one of the underrated ones here is the guy who came in third, L.J. Martin, oh, yeah. out in Cantillo. He's one of he was one of five running backs in the state of Texas last year mm-hmm. who ran for twenty seven hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Five guys, three of them are on this list: Owens, Collins, but then L.J. Martin. I think he's one of the more underrated guys uh, in the state. 
Dalton Brooks, I don't think he's necessarily surprised on this nope. list. 2,600 yards. Derek Shiner. And he did that with Doug still getting a ton of carries, Correct. too. Correct. Yes, kind of splitting carries there. Uh, and then Quentin Joyner at Maynard. Uh, it was a 24, uh, nearly got to 2,500 yards uh, rushing. Uh, got an opportunity to do big things for Maynard. Seth Davis is the latest that they went out back in Katie and plucked off the running back tree. <laughs> um, and then Killeen Harker Heights, is, uh, Rashawn Sanford, mm-hmm. is next. 2,330 yards. He was a guy who really burst onto the scene last year. Um, he had a real breakout junior season. Cedric Alexander, another guy who did big doings in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. postseason. A 2,200-yard rusher from a year ago. The only non Running back on this list is the guy who's next, Hunter Long. He's the quarterback for Cisco. Now they kind of, he runs more than he throws, but he does a little bit of both. They call it a dual threat. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, exactly. But he is the ninth leading rusher, returning rusher in 2022. That's really impressive for a quarterback. Like regardless of if you primarily run all the time, that's really impressive. Absolutely. Uh, And then Mackenzie McGill, uh, another underrated guy there at Mount Vernon. You know, they throw the ball around so Mm -hmm. much with Braden Bennett that I think he kind of flies under the radar, but he was a 2,100-yard rusher uh, from a year ago. That rounds out the top 10. All told, there were 16 2,000-yard rushers in 2021 that are going to be back in 2022. Uh, The guys who didn't make the top 10, just outside the top 10, Owen Allen from South Lake Carroll. Uh, Paxton Hickson from, uh, or Hancock rather, from Centerville. Braylon Cosgrove from Aubrey. Noah Long from Liberty Hill. Of course, that kind of slot T attack. Yeah. Uh, he was just a sophomore last year. And then Corey Stansel from Farwell. And then Dawson Pendergrass from Mineola. Uh, those six guys are also 2,000 yard rushers who are mm-hmm. coming back in 2022. Uh, so look, I, I think that you you see guys like, uh, especially I think it's easy to project guys like Ruben Owens, Owens and, and Marquise Collins. Collins. Right, Dalton Brooks is probably going to see an. Uh, and I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they balance his workload. Yeah, because he's a guy who, without his brother, I wonder if they're they're you know, traditionally, uh, Coach Bedeker there uh, has has tried to find a stable of running backs. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine that he's not going to just go out there and give him 500 carries on the year. Well, but, a lot of times he doesn't need it because right. he takes him back 80 yards to the house on one possession and he's done. Doug That's, really punched it in from f- yeah. five yards out most right. of the time. He was doing a lot of the short yards. <laughs> yep. uh, so you wonder how they're going to balance that out. Uh, but those are the guys who are the leading returning rushers in Texas high school football in 2022. Uh, it's an interesting list. I think a couple of guys who I think are under the radar, like L- like L.J. Martin and Canatillo, Quentin Joyner, Maynard. Uh, I'd even throw a guy like Rashawn Sanford at Harker Heights. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about, I think is interesting about Rashawn Sanford, I believe he only did it in 11 games. Oh, yeah. And I was just going to say, like, even we talked about, you talked about Owen Allen. He missed some games right. because of injury. So it's like, yeah, man. <laughs> exactly. L.J. Martin was, uh, I think they went two rounds deep in the playoffs, uh-huh. right? You know, you, you know, you look at the top, El Campo, College Station, Shiner, Katie, LBJ, they all made pretty deep that 16 games, runs, yeah, right? most of them. Um, there are some other guys on this list who didn't, who didn't mm-hmm. get to make that deep run. So what do they do if they're able to, to play a few more games? Anyway, that's a look at the leading returning rushers in Texas high school football in 2022. There's a piece up on TexasFootball.com right now uh, exploring more about this. I hope you'll go check that out. That's TexasFootball.com to check out the uh, leading or uh, the, the top returning Texas high school football rushers in 2022. That's the name. <laughs> Math Tuesday continued. Math <laughs> Tuesday. That's like the, that's like, you know, how you're reading like a text book they have like a footnote mm-hmm. that's the footnote yes yeah. is, is you know the footnote of the section is to go to texasfootball.com and read this article 
We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Texas Children's Hospital have teamed up to spotlight student training squads in the Houston and Austin areas. Uh, these talented and dedicated young folks are working hard behind the scenes to help their athletes to be the very best when the lights turn on. Each week, we focused on a different group of student training uh, superstars in what will be an annual tradition. At the end of the season, each school was entered to compete for a Texas Children's Training Staff Superstars of the Year Award, partnered with a $2,500 donation to their school's athletic training program. After more than 100,000 votes on TexasFootball.com, we are proud to announce the Texas Children's Training Staff Superstars of the Year and the recipient of the $2,500 grand prize to... Drumroll, please. And boom! Georgetown Eastview High School. Congratulations to the Eastview Patriots for being named as the Training Staff Superstars of the Year presented by Texas Children's Hospital, our Training Staff Superstars of the Year, Program of the Year, the Georgetown Eastview Patriots. Congratulations to them, and thanks for everybody to voting on TexasFootball.com. Uh, therefore, the Texas Children's Training Staff Superstars of the Year, they get a $2,500 donation to their school's athletic training program very well deserved pickle let's go to the hotline and let's talk to the new head coach of the brian vikings we're joined by coach ricky tullis coach how are you how you doing greg good to hear from you guys it's good to hear from you do i have this right are you moving today (laughs) (laughs) we are i'm actually driving uh as we speak uh got a u-haul in front of us and and uh ready to get everything situated so we're in an interesting spot here because on one hand you're moving to a job that i think that you're pretty excited about but on the other hand moving sucks and so how do you balance that uh those two things which are very exciting the new gig there at brian and the fact that you're moving which is objectively terrible that's right no you're right on we're we're super pumped about the the journey and the move to brian uh uh, just just really fired up and then again we get through today and tomorrow uh, we'll be good we'll be good to go let me ask you a little bit about this move because you you had a, a pretty good gig a pretty good thing going there at, at, at Pearland yep. uh, it's a great yep. job down there uh, it would have to be a pretty special position to be able to leave there to go uh, take over this, this program Brian what was it about this job there at Brian that 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 drew you to it that 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 has you excited to take it yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, and you're right on, you know, uh, George Ranch was really awesome. Pearland uh, was really awesome, really did a lot of great things in both places. But uh, I tell you, uh, the opportunity for Brian, uh, I think it starts with the tradition that goes way back to the 90s. Uh, they, they, they've they always uh, had a rich tradition there, like I said, that's been there a while. I remember in 15. Uh, our third round opponent was Brian on our way to a, a state championship and they actually had us down at halftime and uh, we were fortunate to come back and get the victory but I, I, I walked off the field that night and I thought uh, one they're very talented uh, I really uh, felt they played really hard and I thought that night I said man uh, that that place is is got got some potential there I think the opportunity is is very very high Um and, and, and 
I always felt that way. And then every time me and my wife and my family are up in the College Station, Bryan area, uh, whether it's watching an A&M game or just uh, the Lone Star Clinic, we always have a great time and enjoy the people we meet. Uh, so when the opportunity arose, I just think you put the, the opportunity, the tradition, the quality of living, all those things uh, into one place. And I think that's that's Brian. That's the Vikings. And uh, it was too, too good to pass up. And, and we're, we're, like I said, super excited about the getting in there and, and, and getting that trying to get that thing going. Yeah. You know, one of the things you mentioned tradition, um, this is a program that has had some some pretty prominent coaches come through. I mean, uh, you're taking over for a guy in Ross Rogers, who's the 27th leading winningest coach in Texas high school football history. There's another guy who's got his name on the stadium there in Merrill green. Uh, uh, So, so from your perspective as a guy, I know you, I know you view the big picture of Texas high school football. You know, how special is it for you to be taking over a program that does have that kind of those types of namesakes in their history? it is. I mean, and there, there's not many. And when you look at the coaches from, from Coach Chris Will and Coach Green and, and and Ross Rogers, I mean, they're just legendary type people and super honored um, to be able to, to follow in their footsteps and hopefully do some great things that they, those guys were able to do and, and, and have established. Um, again, I think it just goes back to that tradition and, and opportunity uh, to continue to build uh, and, and be a part of a fraternity of those guys uh, is is awesome feeling and very honored and humbled to be able to, to be in their footsteps. Uh, you got the job. We're talking with Ricky Tellis uh, here from Brian here on Texas Football. Today, get involved in the conversation and hashtag TF Today. Coach, you got the job back in, in January. Um, I'm, I'm interested, your first conversation with your, your team, your first conversation when you addressed uh, your, your players as, <laughs> as their head coach for the first time, what, what was your message to them? Well, I think it's it's kind of my philosophy of love and discipline our kids, um, and I told them from day one, I'm gonna I'm gonna love you just and and discipline you, and try to make ourselves become better people ten years from now. And uh, and I, I firmly believe, and that that's kind of the that's the formula. You get to be yourself, uh, just as a father of my own too, and and I get to go be myself with our kids and uh and that's genuinely love them care about them and and also be able to help guide them and make make good decisions and uh i really believe when you do that uh winning and losing takes care of itself and uh you know we're gonna run a program and try to do things right and uh and learn a little football along the way and uh it's been a good formula for us uh but i don't know another way to do it uh, other than being myself and loving kids uh, like no tomorrow um, I want to ask you a little bit about the, the the roster that you're inheriting. This is a team you're going to bring back. You know, seven starters from from on the offensive side, four on the defensive side. Uh, when you take a look overall at, at at what you what you're inheriting this this group of kids that you're inheriting, what what has you excited uh, about this roster makeup? Yeah, I tell you, uh, the length. When I first met our kids, uh, I, I thought we had very good length. They were tall. Uh, there's a there's a core of seniors coming back uh, from from quarterback uh, Malcolm Goodwin that ended up hurting his leg, uh, but he'll be back um, to Cooks to Tate Snaringer to, to Tate Allen. They ended up having to play quarterback in the injury last year, 
uh, our line may be one of the biggest I've ever been a part of. Mm. Uh, and I'm just, just super excited about across the board, our, our kids coming back, you know, um, the depth is probably, I guess, maybe the biggest concern just in terms of 6A numbers. Um, but I will tell you, our, our, our start in 22 and, and the 50 or 60 that are on our varsity play with anybody. Mm. Uh, it just sometimes when you get in that 6A and potentially big 6A, you you know, there's there's some places that just have a lot of kids and a lot of depth. So that's something that, we, you know, we need to stay healthy. Uh, we need to obviously – get some breaks here and there uh but probably the biggest is staying healthy uh anytime you're dealing with with the depth may not be there uh but i i mean our our, our start 22 i feel like play with anybody and super excited about that group and and they've been awesome the six six weeks i've been there they work hard and they're super excited you can feel the energy in the community and the town and the school, and uh, I think everybody's ready to watch watch the Vikings on Friday nights. So something that may have flown under people's radar is is you're you're, you're filling out a staff there at uh, at Brian, and, and one of the guys you brought in is uh, is is Michael Waldy, who of course is the former uh, head coach there at uh, at, at Gonzalez. He he had a swim through yep. Luling, uh, Dangerfield, a few other places. Um, this yep. is what, what what was it about Coach Waldy that that made you want to bring him on? What does he bring to your staff? Yeah, I mean, me and Coach Waldy, we've known each other from probably 15 years ago. And uh, he was actually, I was able to hire him as my first uh, coordinator my first year at Pearland. And we averaged right at 50 points a game. And then I lost him to Gonzalez. Uh, he had an opportunity there to go be the head coach. And so this is the second time we get to be back together. But, uh, man, he, he's a great friend of mine. His family's awesome. Uh, and, and what a loyal, trustworthy person to be able to bring in. And, and the knowledge is next to none when it comes to offense. He's an offensive mastermind. Uh, it's proven. And, uh, man, we're super excited to have him come in and, and run a fast-paced offense. It's a lot of fun for our kids. Uh, so we're, we're, like I said, super excited to have him on board. The the change keeps on coming there in in Brian. You know, of course, realignment uh, hit all of us there in in, in February. You guys are dropped into District Twelve, uh, which is uh, the same district, but uh, but not the same district uh, for Brian. You guys uh, adding in a a, a really good pro uh, team moving up in Pflugerville Weiss. Uh, of course, Hutto and Hewitt Midway get lumped in as well. Uh, when when realignment came in, uh, uh, when realignment came down, I'm interested. Was this about what you expected, or did this catch you by surprise? Yeah, I mean, we. I think we we had a feeling we were going to be in that District 12 and head out toward the Temple Copper's Cove Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, that's where Brian has been. <clears throat> uh, and and then, like you said, what made it unique was uh, adding Midway, uh, adding Weiss. So not only do you head that direction, but then you you kind of hang to the left, and then you hang to the right, <laughs> uh, and you keep going. You get in Coppers. Uh, so it's it's a unique one. It's a very good one. Uh, I will say that. And uh, I think week in and week out, you got to be ready to play. Uh, there's a lot of fine coaches in that district, and they're going to have their kids ready to play. So it's going to be a good one. But it's 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 where we thought we would be, uh, just with the addition of two or three that 
uh, that were added in. Uh, finally, Coach, um, you know, this is we, we, we love Coach Rogers and, and what he was able to do there at Brian, obviously a, a legend. Yes, um, but but now we, we we need something from you as the head coach there in Brian. You know, we, we actually spent a, a decent amount of time in Brian uh, there for the yes, Lone sir. Star Clinic, of course, state seven on seven uh, down there. Yep. Uh, are you prepared to be the official food scout of Dave Campbell's Texas football <laughs> there in that that part of the world? Are you prepared to take on this responsibility? <laughs> Greg, I feel certain that I'm the guy for that. Uh, matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm gathering lists daily. Uh, and, and I will tell you this. We just found a burger place the other day for lunch, top of the hill, that may be one of the best I've ever had. So okay. uh, I'm your guy, and I will, I will give you all the information. Uh, that you need as you guys head down, Coach. That is a relief. We've been, we've been we're, we're really excited to bring you on board. He's he's uh, Ricky Tullis. He's the new head coach of the Bryan Vikings. Coach, congratulations again on the new gig. We're so thank thrilled you, for you. We're excited to see what thank you, you do, there, Brian. Yeah, thank y'all for everything you do. Absolutely. There goes Ricky Tullis, head coach of the Bryan Vikings and the new Bryan College Station food scout. Six to say, man, Texas football. you're not kidding. We're down there more than we're we really down are. in like realistically any other part of the state for like one-off events. Mm. So I'm really glad to hear that we've got like more being fed to us and now. Like, and like last year, like last year, for example, I would say in the last, I guess the last 12 months, we've been there three times. Yeah, because we, we also went, went down for the cover we shoot. The cover shoot in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, we went down for State 7 on 7. And the coaching and clinic. we went down for Lone Star Clinic. Mm -hmm. So we spent a lot of time in that part of the world. And we love, we've talked about how, like, usually where we go to eat it's is downtown Bryan. Downtown Bryan. Yeah. Uh, which is really cute and it's a great, great area. Um, so now. This yeah, because we've got two. We've got two spots now in downtown Bryan. We've got the third on Main, and then mm -hmm. the our newest yeah, the, find uh, of the um, the, the German place, the Bavarian House. Brow House. <laughs> yeah, um, but this is the thing. You guys, you guys think? I know I look like an idiot. I know, but you guys <laughs> think mean, I'm just booking you said these? It. You guys think I'm just booking these guests willy nilly? No, 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 no. We're no, having no, them no. sign up for stuff they never thought they'd That's sign exactly up for. Exactly right. He's already got one gig. He's just accepted another one with Dave Campbell's Tech Football. <laughs> it is an unpaid job. It is an. It, we'll call it an internship. Uh, I call it a volunteer opportunity. Yeah, a volunteer that sounds great because then they can also get something out of it. You can you can mark down a little vol volunteer hours Bingo. there. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that's I mean that's a really good coach. Uh, he he obviously he led um, he really kind of burst on the scene when he led George Ranch to mm -hmm. that state championship kind of in their infancy back in 2015, um, and now he's he's on the move again. He went to Pearland, did a pretty darn good job there at Pearland, and now he's off to uh, to Bryan, hoping to you know taking over for a program that you know look is, is no Stranger to, to winning, uh, it's it, you know they had a four and seven year last year. I think they're uh, due for a, a, a nice bounce back. And Coach Tellus, look, he's 116 and 46 as a head coach. He's done a pretty darn good job mm -hmm. everywhere he's been. Uh, expect him to do the same there. And Brian, we appreciate his time while he's on the move. While he's on the move. While he's, yeah. he's literally moving. Literally on the move. <laughs> Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Someone had asked if uh, UNT and North or those are the same schools. If North Texas and Texas State are playing football in the future, and I do believe it came out that like twenty twenty six, twenty eight, something like that. That is a this. that it. They've definitely played before, but it's been a while. Right. Let me see if I can find this. They have played before. You're listening to live coverage. Um, North Texas. Yes. 2026. 26. Okay, I was. North yeah. Texas goes to San Marcos. Yes. 2030. Uh huh. 
they come to Denton? They come to Denton. Okay. So 2030, that is eight years from now. Yeah, 2020. You will be 18. I am not 10. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending <laughs> a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to new Brian head coach, Ricky Tullis, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Will Pickle be sad about North Texas basketball again? Cool. Let's find out together tomorrow. Texas football today. <laughs>